before we start with today's program, I just want to remind you guys that ch- make sure to check out jimmypodcastworld.com uh, for everything that's going on with me today uh, and everything on today's podcast. Uh, and ladies and gentlemen, today I have the great honor of welcoming to the program a young Latino entrepreneur who is taking Salinas and Lamar County by storm with his amazing tortas and fusion ingredients. You can find him at various locations from farmer's markets to private event caterings. You have seen him and his company featured on Tortas Al Cien, featured on USA Today and NBC affiliate in Salinas KZW. Let's get it up for the owner, Orlando Sornio. Give me sports. Give me tacos. Give me the world. The Jim Podcast World. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Jimmy Podcast World. I am Jimmy, and this is episode number 11. Uh, with me today, Tortas Alcien, very own Orlando. What's going on? What's going on, Jimmy? What's up, man? How's how's business? Well, since the last time I was out here catering some tacos for you guys out yeah. here, I can atrás. Uh, it's been going pretty good, man. Um, just uh, you know, just getting after it. How has um, how has I guess business changed from when we first started to now? Like, what what are what are the differences out there? Like, what is it that you're noticing? Um, you know. Just kind of starting out fresh and then today, like, what's that like? Um, I think it's a little bit more that we're really just focusing on what we do best, where in the beginning we were still trying to figure out what we did good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And uh, a lot of it was just trying to line up gigs. I mean, there was times where we were trying to get gigs and even doing volunteer work. Just to be able to get our names out there. Yeah. You know, um, a lot of times um, we were just looking for anybody to have us over. We were doing like, well, you know, f- uh, one year olds birthday parties. You know, we were doing retirement parties. Uh, we did a wedding, uh, an after party for a wedding before. So we were just trying to be anywhere we could be. And a lot of times it wasn't even about the money. Sometimes we were just trying to get exposure. And we've done tons of that, man. In the first, like, year one, I think we did so many of those types of events. And then year two came along, and, well, we're still in year two, right? But we're still just trying to be anywhere we could be. Anybody that gives us an opportunity, we're like, let's roll up. Let's do it. Or wherever we can. When people when people reach out to us, we're like, well, let's check it out, you know? So I think that year one, it was just still trying to figure out who we were, what our strong points were. Um, kind of just getting used to the the loading and unloading of all of our equipment, and uh, and making things easier for us. You know, back in uh, back in year one, I mean, we were out there loading up the back of of my uh, father in law's pickup truck. You know what I mean? Pinche yeah. plancha estaba ahí swaying back and forth and shit. You know, um, and now we have a, a, a trailer. Well, you know, you seen the trailer yeah, when yeah. we came out here. You know, it's yeah. all decked out. Yeah. tortas al lado y la chingada. And so, um, so I think that, yeah, uh, if we go back then we were still trying to figure out who we were and all that. And now we're kind of like more just trying to keep it consistent because people like consistency. Mm -hmm. And, uh, if you're not consistent, they're going to notice and they don't like it. 
Yeah, no, I'd, I'd like to go somewhere where, like, if I try something one time, I'd, I'd like to go back and, you know, it, it's the exact same thing. Like, it's like, damn, that was really good. That's what I want. Like, I know what I want. And, and it's like, yep, that reminded me of last time where it was really good. Yeah. Uh, take me through, like, before Tortas al Cien started. Okay. What was it that you were doing? So what, what I was doing before Tortas al Cien started, I had a... Well, not a nine to five job, right? I worked for a, a paper company called Georgia Pacific, mm-hmm. and uh, I took care of the office there. So I was in charge of like faxes, emails, uh, billing, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. And occasionally, I'd jump on a on a lift, a forklift, and I'd go out there and load up trucks, unload trucks, stack stuff, and stuff like that. I'd been I did that for about five years, and um, I'd wake up probably like about four or five in the morning. And hit it till about like six, mm. you know, get home and eat something real quick and then take a quick shower and vamos yeah. a dormir. So I was doing that. I was doing that um, for about five, I want to say like five and some change. Mm. And uh, I mean, the the whole tortas al cien thing, like I never, I can't say that I ever was like a kid or like in high school or whatever. And I was like envisioning like being a taquero. <laughs> like I, that's not how it went down. Um, I think it was just a little bit more of like kind of seeing my pops. My pops has always been in business for himself. Mm. Uh, he actually kind of does the same thing that Rob's uh, dad does. Mm. And uh, I say Jardines. Mm, okay. You know what I mean? He's yeah. been doing that since he got here from the United, he got here to the United States. Yeah. Um, but, um, I think kind of just seeing him, how he had the freedom of his own like schedule and, um, you know, he was in business for himself. Um, I think I saw that and I kind of like, liked him like, oh man, I want to have my own business. And then when I grow up or whatever. And, um, and so, yeah, when I started getting a little bit older, I think I was like, man, what can I do? Like, I always wanted to have a restaurant. Like it was that, that I will tell you that I always thought like it was pretty cool because I was like, you know what, dude, I want to have a restaurant that has like bomb food yeah. like just bomb food like i mean like crazy bomb food i wanted to have like good music and i wanted to have good drinks i wanted to be like a great place that you go out there and you just kind of just hang out with buddies or whatever get some good drinks some good food and go home you know mm-hmm. so i think that that was always like the something that i always had on my my agenda i just never knew how the hell i was gonna get there but um it's just crazy how things work out you know definitely um, one of the things that I read that was interesting, um, believe this was, um, in the, I believe this was the USA Today article, um, in your, in your twenties, uh, your teenage years, your twenties, um, you had, um, piled up a bit of debt. Um, was that just a lot of like, just being young and, and just kind of not, not thinking things through like, um, I'm I'm really interested in that because you you turn something that that you know so many people go through, and then just continue to spiral down and go like, dude, there's no way I can dig myself out of this. For sure. So yeah, take me through that. Take me through the thought process of like um, that amount of debt, and then how you kind of willed yourself out of that. You know what, bro? Like to be honest with you, I mean, um, that that might have been an issue, but I mean, man, if you only knew like w- how I grew up. And and if you only knew what I went through, like as a kid, mm. like my middle school, high school, you know, those years, 
um, I was like one of those problem childs, bro. Like I was one of those dudes that was always getting in trouble. I was one of those dudes that was always trying to be the class clown, getting in trouble, getting kicked out of class, getting suspended. You know, that was me growing up, man. Mm-hmm. You know, my parents, my parents were always busting, busting their butts. You know, my mom worked for a school district here, you know, in, in town. She worked here for probably about, she's been with the district for like over 40 years. Wow. Yeah, bro. So she's been like, and, and so she was really involved with, with, with us and, and going to the schools, parent teacher conferences, all that good stuff. And so I would have to say that, you know, like, and I know you wanted to go towards that, which I'm, of course, we're going to talk about the, the credit card debt. Cause that, like you said, that's like a, something that we all, you know, go through, but yeah. let's even take it a step back. And I mean, like I, I had, I grew up with them always telling me, Hey, you know what, you know, um, the, don't make, don't spend more than you make. So that was like my dad's biggest thing, dude, because my dad really was always like, no, you know what? Like, don't don't get credit cards. Don't get into debt. Don't don't do it. Don't do it. But I mean, I think that it just even still kind of went more closer to what I was telling you about, like how it is that I grew up, you know, like they would tell you they would tell me. Okay, get good grades in school. And I was like, yeah, screw school. Like, I'm just going to go and hang out with friends, whatever, you yeah. know. Um, they would tell me, like, hey, you know what? Like, uh, pay attention to class. I'm like, ah, whatever. I don't want to pay attention, you know. Going to hanging out with my friends, going to the jungle gym, doing all that stuff. You yeah. know, I was always in trouble. Somebody on Instagram hit me up on, on that same post. And they're like, dude, I remember going to your house, bro. And y- your mom literally put a sign on the front door saying, Orlando's grounded. Don't come <laughs> and knock on the door, bro. <laughs> so, I mean, like, so that's why. I thought it was it was a pretty good to give you a little bit even more of a backstory, yeah, yeah. bro. But um, so, yeah, I mean, I was that kid. You know what I mean? I was that kid growing up in in uh, in, in Salinas. You know, we lived actually down the street right here off of, um, you know, where Cregan is or I think it's O'Reilly's now. Yeah. It's those houses that have the right. fence that are right on to right on the other side. Yeah. yeah. My parents bought a house out there and we grew up there. I grew up there. I probably left like in my 20s, like my uh, early 20s you know i married my wife and stuff like that um so but yeah um i started off like that and i think a lot of it was just being dumb dude being being young you know 20 21 you know wanting to go out to the bars like man we'd go out there dude i'd have like a brand new credit card I'd be telling my friends hey what's up guys but you i know, got this. bam boom and i still remember I, I still remember this one time we went to Wingstop when it barely opened so I don't know how many years this is, but it was like barely open. Yeah. And uh, we went out there. I grabbed a bunch of my buddies and I bought everything for everyone all night. And I could still remember that day, dude. Like, so, I mean, it was just a lot of stuff that we do when you're young. You know what I mean? You want to have a good time. You want to take out your friends. You know, you're like, yeah, I work hard and I'm young and I'll figure it out later or whatever, you know. So I would say probably like in my early 20s, I just racked up a couple, uh, you know, a couple uh, cards. You know, I had a JCPenney cards. I always had brand new 501s, you know, had some, you know, nice, squeaky clean Reeboks mm-hmm. and stuff, you know, and a couple jackets and, you know, all that stuff, man. So, um, yeah, uh, early on in my in my early 20s is when I think that um, that I racked up most of that uh, debt. But, yeah. Do you feel that because I similar situation where just kind of, you know, young and stupid and just not thinking about things. And like you actually just touched on, um, I'll take care of that later. It'll be fine. And then there's all these things that you don't really think about interest, you know, and all this stuff just piling up and you know, just get another card. And, you know, if I do this and do that, I'll be fine. You know, it's all good. Like, you know, do you, um, I feel like today for me, um, 
well, that was a very dumb period of my life, a uh, very uh, immature time in my life. I feel like it's made me better today. Correct. I, in a way, um, in a way, I'm glad I went through that because because yeah. it, it, it it taught me so much. Um, it it definitely brought me back down. You know, from I got the next I got the next two rounds. You know, <laughs> like. I got the, the the next pair of J's. I got those. I got those. Yeah, I got those. Man, I I used to go. I would literally. I would get like and and yeah. I I, I remind my wife all the time, dude. I would literally go and get a pair of J's every single week, and I did that for like four or five months straight, dude. Damn. And I had like J's that like I wouldn't even use now. If you go in my closet right now. Pinches what I just get tangled, yeah. dude. Like I don't, I, none, none of that stuff. But yeah. uh, to to even to go more to your point, I mean, um, it was it was something that was so overwhelming because there comes a point where you're starting to be like, damn, how am I gonna pay this stuff? And yeah. you look at, you know, you're looking at the at the at the statements. You're like, damn, like how am I gonna get out of this one? You know. Yeah. Um, but one of the things that that like you said. I'm kind of glad that I went through that because then when, when me and my wife got married, right. Um, we're trying to buy our first house. So then I'm like, shit, like, how am I going to do this? Like, I got to get this girl that I just married and I'm trying to convince her that I'm the man of her dreams. (laughs) And little does she know that I just ruined my financial career back in my, you know, early twenties. Um, and so I just, I just, you know, I just worked hard at getting my credit better. So we, I got my credit, you know, like in the sevens and stuff like that. I got my credit reestablished and, you know, didn't have any credit card debt. Everything was all good. Just got married, still feeling all in love and stuff, you know? And then, uh, and, and then when they were like, no, you guys got to get a little bit higher to get this interest rate or whatever it is and, and stuff that, that we does, bro. You're like, yeah. oh, dang, man, like this journey wouldn't have been as hard. If I wouldn't have been a knucklehead and if I wouldn't have just done things the right way, like my parents taught me to do, you know? Yeah, no, I agree. You know, so I know that I, I mean, I mean, you're right. I feel the same way, dude. I feel like if it wasn't for the way that I felt back in those days of being like, dang, I ruined my credit, man. Like I can't even get, I can't even get approved for capital one anymore. You know what I mean? And those are the first dudes that want to send you credit cards up the, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, so I definitely learned from that, though. Yeah, no. Uh, for for me, it's it was um it was a huge eye opener. Continues to be one. Um, I I think uh, the common common thing in in my life has been, uh, there's a lot of stuff that's happened late. Like you know, it's like um things have happened later in life. Like I just felt like seeing it now. Like I'm like, damn, I should be, I should have a house by now, or I should have kids by now, I should have this by now. And I'm like, dude, whose expectations are these? You know, like so like. Kind of took the step back and went like I I, I um, have a five month old that she'll be six months here soon yeah. in a week and and are you, well you guys did our gender that, review that's what I'm telling you you guys did our gender that's review that's what I'm telling you um and and here we are man full full circle um uh by the way everyone loved it dude the the the, the gender I review was you, a bro. hit and and the biggest thing the re- biggest reason why is is the food man everyone always leaves a party and goes. Yeah. How was the food? Yeah. Bro, everyone, dude, was like, dude, bomb. <laughs> uh, there's people going like, hey, man, I might have something. You have their contact? I have their contact, man. Yeah. Like, let me know. Like, you yeah, know, and then, sure. yeah, no, I will patch you through. And uh, the such a goes that nice. Uh, it, it, was, it was great. But um, it was a lot of fun, man. I yeah. enjoyed it. 
but going back, like having a kid, um, I turned 35 in April. So I, you know, having a kid this late in life, like for the longest time, I'm like, damn, dude, like this is late. Like, should, should I still have kids? Honestly, man, if I would have had a kid 10 years ago at 25, I, I, I think I was still trying to figure things out. Yeah. You know, so it's like, for me, it's like, I feel like in a way, yeah, like, could I have done things differently? Could I have done things better? Absolutely. But, you know, it's, it's, it's made me better today. And, yeah. and at the end of the day, I will, I will take that over anything. Like, oh, yeah. Because now you're a lot more prepared for me. Like, like, ninth of IEC, you've already gone through it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You've already gone through the, the, the ups, you know, where you're buying five rounds, you know, and then you've gone through the downs when you're like, dang. How am I going to pay this? You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but one of the, yeah, I, I mean, the, the one of, the, I think, like, the taglines, I don't know if that's what you call them, but it was, like, um, puro cash. You yeah. know what I mean? And and it was so funny because that same story, I mean, I remember telling it to the reporter, and I'm like, dude, like, it was just the funniest thing, dude, because, like, me and my buddies, like, we were just like, oh, you know, we're just going to go check out, you know, this car that my dad's thinking about buying my mom, right? And uh, and we roll up, dude, where I still remember it was like the dealership right there behind uh, Home Depot right, mm-hmm. around there or whatever. And we roll up, dude, and we're all, you know, stoked out. My mom's going to get some new wheels. It was like a childhood friend of mine, Jeff, and we were out there or whatever. And, um, and the dude comes out and he's just like, yeah, so, you know, how are you going to pay for this, Mr. Rosario? And he's just like, put a cash. But once out of his freaking wallet, dude, my dad was always, you know, had it had, had cash, you know. Yeah. That, was when, that was when when everybody would carry cash on them. You know, um, I know that you you kind of said like, oh, to, to who are we supposed to, uh, you know, already have a house, already have kids, already do this. Like to, to whose standard, right? But you know that the debit cards that are now created, like they're not in our favor. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever looked at the statistics of how easy, like when mm-hmm. you when you pay with something with Apple Pay, like you know you got a watch on and you're yeah. paying with that. Like how easy is that? Oh, it's, dude, it's 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 super easy. <laughs> yeah, so now how hard? But now how hard is it to make that money you just spent? Oh yeah. So and 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 it's it's all psychological, dude. It's all psychological. When you're when you're physically taking out that hundred dollars, like when you have cash on hand, which is like most people like almost never, but it's 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 all psychological, dude. You're taking that money out of your wallet, out of your pocket, and paying with it. Like it, it does something to you, dude. And 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 everybody knows about it. But I mean, us that everybody has debit cards, we don't really think about it like that. Yeah. No. No. I. I think I have two dollars in my wallet, and that's that's a two dollar bill that my mom's like, "Ten mijo, ponlo allí para buena suerte," you know, like buena suerte. And, and I'm just like, that's anytime I have cash, like twenty bucks, a hundred bucks, whatever it is, cash, cash. I, I I'm, I'm almost like, where did this come from? Because because it's I I it's on my phone now. It's in my it's on my watch. On like, your watch. Yeah, so it's like for me, it's like. Yeah, this is so they easy. They made it easy for you oh, to blow money. Super easy. And now you even go online and when you're buying something, would you like to pay with Apple Pay? You're like, hell yeah. <laughs> Scan my face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's get let's let's get this on. <laughs> so, so yeah, that's how that's that's how that happened, man, you know? Uh so yeah, definitely. What um what got what got you to the point of of, of creating this business? Like what ultimately was was then that next day you're like, all right, cool. I, I know like what got you to that point? Like where you're like, all right, cool. Today we start this business. So 
I think I explain the story the same way every single time. I'm wishing that it'll get shorter. I'm hoping to. I'm hoping that today it'll be shorter, right? <laughs> but um, so like I said, I mean, I've always wanted something of my own, right? And I always wanted to get into business. And you know, I w- I went to high school. Thank God I got my high school diploma. You know what I mean? What but school, I did. What school did you go to? Salinas High. Salinas High. Oh, where you graduate? 2007. Okay, 04. 04. Yeah, All right, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. go Cowboys. Go Cowboys. Huh? Yeah, there we go. Yeah. And so uh, so I graduated, right? And 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 I. Started remember my whole like young young childhood like my mom was like dude just graduate like please like just graduate you know like and i would you would make me the happiest mom just graduate i'm telling you bro like it was bad bro like i mean like i was one of those kids it was like going like a hundred thousand miles per hour bro at all fucking times yeah yeah and um and always in trouble, dude. Always something going on with me, bro. So my mom was just like, dude, just graduate, bro. Y que crees, bro? Like, I mean, I was uh, I was over at Salinas High, bro. I graduated a whole semester early, bro. Oh, damn, nice. Yeah. Nice. I graduated a whole semester early. And so, like, my friends were still going to school, right? And so when they didn't see me, bro, well, they thought, like, hey, this dude dropped out. Yeah. Yeah, this dude's done, bro. He's at Mount Toro or something. He's at like Mount that. Toro. Yeah. So my mom, that's where my mom had been working for all those years. She okay. worked for independent studies, bro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, so her thing was always like, you know, um, if you don't have to come to independent studies, um, she goes, I don't want you here. I want you just in traditional school, you know, just mm-hmm. just finish there, right? Mm-hmm. And um, um, so I graduated early, you know, I did that whole thing. Um, but I mean, like I said, dude, it was like, it was bad, bro. So, I mean, I always just wanted to have something that was mine, you know, cause I didn't want to continue school. I didn't want to go to college. You know, I, I, I barely wanted to go to high school, dude. I wasn't going to go to college, but I knew that, you know, growing up, like, you know, I'm a hustler. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm a hustler. And so, uh, I just, I use that to my advantage. You know what I mean? Like if, if there's anything that I could do, like I'm going to go out there and I'm going to hustle. I'm going to be out there working hard, bro. Like, you know, whatever it was, like I was into it, you know, whether it was playing a video game, I was like into that video game. You know what I mean? Whether it was, you know, um, talking on the phone to like two, three in the morning, like I was like in that phone, bro. Like, you know, and, uh, whatever it was, dude, like working, you know, I had a couple jobs, you know, growing up and stuff like that. But, um, I think that what, what um what got Tortas al Cien going was that me and my wife were were pretty involved in the community. I'm talking about like, you know, I'm an Alks member, I'm a Lulac member, I'm a Rodeo committee member, like, you know, I'm gonna be a Rotarian, I'm gonna be getting, you know, inducted here pretty quickly, uh, pretty soon. So um I'm part and I know there's other organizations that I'm part of, dude, but like I mean, I'm just involved in the community, you know, giving back to the community. Um and so I was at one of the city council meetings, right? And we're out there. We're just like hearing, you know, that I think they're every Tuesday or every other Tuesday or something like that, right? And so uh, we're hearing that they're going to be bringing like a, a little pulga, bro, back to Salinas. So, um, you know, there used to be the one out here on Sanborn. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Yeah, that one, but that one was like forever ago, right? Yeah, you know? Yeah. And so I heard like, they're oh, they're going to put a pulga. And I was like, oh, cool, you know, where's it going to be? They're off oh, the Rodeo. I was like, oh, man, cool, you know? I want to see maybe if I could get in there and be like a taquero. So I got the information, I got the information and I called up, uh, this lady, Patricia, and I called her up and I'm like, Hey, what's up? You know, my, my name's Orlando. Like, how can I become a, a food vendor? And she goes, Oh yeah, cool. You know, well, what do you want to sell? And I'm like, tacos. She goes, okay, can't sell tacos. 
You know, of course you can't mm. sell tacos, dude. The first person that she probably called was a taquero, dude. Right. Like, you know, because yeah. everybody likes tacos. You, If you have a festival or a, uh, some type of community event, you got to you gotta have tacos. Bro. Right, right. Right? And so um, she was like, but if you come up with any other idea, green light. Go for it. You know, we'll get you in here. And so I was like, man, you know, I'll start thinking. I was going to go into it with the, with the, with a buddy of mine because mm. he was a good taquero. But mm. I always thought that I was on the business side. Because prior, prior to working at Georgia Pacific, I worked in, I worked at Bank of America, I worked at Chase, I worked at Wachovia, so I worked in the financial industry. Mm. Don't you think that's weird? How I still yeah. ended up, I yeah. still ended up racking up some pretty good yeah. credit card debt, right? <laughs> but um, but yeah, man. And so uh, so yeah, I I uh, I was thinking about you know like the the whole like going into it with a partner, you know, and, and I'm so glad that he just, he, he didn't follow through with his part, you know, mm. cause I was like, I'm going to take care of all the finances and make this thing successful while this guy concentrates on the cooking. Right. Mm. Well, after we had gone signed up, uh, you know, I told her, you know, well, let me get back to you. Right. And I had been looking up at different ideas for different food for a while now, you know, uh, I'd been checking out like places out in, um, out like in uh, Washington, uh, you know, uh, places, you know, in Arizona, uh, and then of course LA, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody, yeah. Has, oh, yeah. everybody sure. always has their, their eye on LA food, right? Southern mm-hmm. food and then even border food, you know? Yeah. And so I think that I just, uh, I just started like thinking of different ideas. I thought like, Oh, maybe I could do like a ceviche. Maybe I could do like, um, you know, like plates of food or whatever. Maybe I could do barbecue, but then Something just was telling me like, oh, you know what, tortas, like check out these tortas, like these different people do these tortas and this and that and whatever. And I was like, and I called her back, dude, and and I ran it by her. She was like, okay, you do tortas. And so then I was like, okay, cool. So then she tells me, uh, this was like in March, dude, and she tells me, okay, first date is going to be May, whatever it was, you know. And I was like, okay, so now what? (laughs) (laughs) So I'm like, okay, cool, uh, I'll see you there. She's all, okay, you have to get a health permit, you have to get a, a business license, you have to get a, a vendor's permit, and um, for all of that, you you know, you, you have to have that prior to being able to go and, 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 and sell food. So I'm just like, dude, like, how am I going to do this? Well, um, I had to go get, like, a fictitious business name, too, because, you know, our business name is, is registered in the county of Monterey, too, you know? Mm-hmm. So I got, a, I got a, a, a fictitious business name. I got a business license. I got all that stuff, right? And I got it all, like, I want to say, like, in less than a week. Wow. I want to say that I got a majority of it, like, in one day. Damn. And, again, it goes back to pro- my proving my point. When I'm, like, on something, like, I'm like, okay, I'm going to get it done, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I went. I got it, all this stuff done. <laughs> now the only thing was is how was I going to cook it? You know, I, I didn't have a plancha. I didn't have any equipment. I, Dude, I've never worked in a in, in food like a day in my life. I have no idea of nothing, dude. So I go, I go to L.A., I pick up a little carrito de tacos, you know. I go and, and, and I start practicing. And, well, um, we were inviting everybody, dude. Like, everybody, we were coming up with different, you know, names. We were coming up with different concepts, different flavors. And we were just trying to pair them up to get to, you know, the best, nicest most delicious torta you can eat right and so um it was funny because a lot of our friends and a lot of our families uh we would invite them over on the weekends so we'd invite them over like on saturdays and sundays and we're like hey you know just come over and and eat and we'd be set up inside of my driveway dude and they would come (laughs) they would roll up and and we were like working like uh, they'd say, okay, this is the space that you need to be, that you need to fit in and, 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 and this and that and all this stuff. And 
um, we'd be just practicing, practicing and practicing and practicing and practicing like week after week until like I got like comfortable enough to be like, okay, let's do it. And, uh, and, and so that's how it came about. I think that that's how the idea came about. That's how the vision came about because, um, there was a farmer's market that was going to be starting. And I was like, dude, that's my opportunity. I work six days a week, but if this thing is on Sundays, well, I got Sunday off. Now I could go out there and kind of check it out, you know, and, and start it up. So, um, it was just kind of like just another little side hustle or whatever. So I could get established and it was only going to be on Sundays, but that's basically how it got established. That's how the idea got started. You mentioned, um, you mentioned, um, you guys were working on different names. Any that you remember that were kind of like, man, I'm so glad I didn't go with that or any, anything, any stories like that at all? Yeah. Um, we were thinking about calling, uh, Tortas al Cien. So me and my wife, actually, we were just like in there and we were just like bouncing off ideas. We're like, dude, what should we call it? You know, but we wanted to go with something kind of like modern, kind of like, um, modern, like what Mexico got right now, like, you know how there's like El Patron, El Mero Mero, mm -hmm. um, you know, like, um, you know, just all these different names that kind of kind of remind you of kind of like the narco culture. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, you know, like like um, I, you know, I know that when people would ask you, be like, hey, come on, I'm not saying, you know, you know, acá, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Le you know, and so. um, So she was like, you know, we were bouncing off ideas and it was actually my wife's idea to name it Tortas al Cien. Um, and, uh, and she goes, what about Tortas al Cien? And I literally did. I just looked over at her and I was like, yeah, that's going to be the name. But before that we were thinking about calling it, um, I think like, um, El Patrons or like El Patron, um, uh, Tortas El Patron or something like that. Mm. Or, you know, kind of like, again, like meaning power or, or something like that. But yeah, I'm lucky we didn't go with that one because I mean, Tortas al cien, bro. Like we get, like we bounce so many ideas off the 100 emoji. Like, bro, you go through my Instagram feed, my Facebook feed, dude. Like, there's like tons of 100 like little emojis all over the place. So <laughs> I'm definitely glad we went with that one. But uh, but yeah, those things are memorable. Like even the Don Cheeto. Mm -hmm. It's funny because um, I'm pretty sure that Rob was there the day that we actually came up with the Don Cheeto. Mm. And it was the three of us. If I if I remember this correctly, it was the three of us. And um, we were all inside the kitchen and we started putting it together. We all took a bite of our different tortas at the same time. And we just looked at each other like, what the fuck did we just fucking eat? And we all looked at each other. We're just like, dude, this is the bombest thing I've ever had. And we were just going nuts. And um and I mean, dude, it was it was crazy though. But um, but yeah, I still remember coming up with the name the Don Cheeto, uh, because uh, it was the Don man, it was the El Don, El yeah, Don, yeah, yeah. El Don Cheto, you know, because uh, what the Cheetos, uh, but we didn't want to copy the Don Cheto because Don Cheto is like I guess like a radio personality. Oh, huh, okay. Yeah, he's he's a radio personality. He's pretty famous. Um, and we didn't want to do anything with him, so we're like, oh, what if we call it El El, El Don Cheeto? So it's like a Cheeto, like a hot Cheeto, and it's spelled the same too. Mm -hmm. But yeah, no, I I ask about that because um, in naming this podcast, uh, Jimmy Podcast World, I actually I don't I don't know if if anyone has listened to the uh, like I mentioned we're eleven episodes in. Uh, this is the number eleventh, and there's a few episodes at the beginning where I don't I don't call it anything. We just kind of we just go on, mm -hmm. and um, I didn't have a name. We went on with without a name. 
And I'm just like, man, I, I, I need a name and he's an identity. We, the first few episodes actually don't even have the intro song. Uh, that's shout out to my uh, good friend, um, basically one of my brothers, uh, Ryan, who like was like, dude, I, dude, I, I'll create, uh, I'll create the intro. You know, got on his guitar, got on uh, Logic Pro, and he's like, dude, here it is, boom, there's your intro. And I'm like, damn, I help create the logo too and everything. So, um, a lot of it that was my wife. Like I was just bouncing ideas off her, and she's like, no, that that that's not you. And it's just like at the end of the day, she's like. You know what, man? You know, cause I people know me to rant a lot. People know me to like just you know continue talking, talking, talking. And she goes like, you know what, man? I feel like you're at home with that microphone. I feel like it's your world. Everyone else is living in it. So I'm just like, yeah, well, Jimmy Podcast World. Like my name's in there. Like let's 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 put my name in there and let's 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 stamp that. Let's let's let, let them know, hey, it's me and this is this is what I got. You know, so I just I'm curious as to like how that came up, but. How your how your story came up as far as uh, creating that, but what like I I noticed you have some uh, very unique tortas like they're not just you know it's not just like a piece of meat and some cheese and here you go like so like how did the concept for tortas al cien come about? Um, you know I think that it was just a little bit of a combination of like a traditional torta like so most traditional tortas are made with like you know bolillo and. Um, cabbage and salsas and jalapenos and all this stuff right but um i think that it just came a little bit with the fact that i mean there's a lot of different sandwiches out there you know right? there's a lot of different um you go to subway you go to togo's you go to all these all these different sandwich shops right but um how many how many shops are you going to where you have a, a torta shop I mean, not too many, you know, right. and, and I feel like doing the torta, it gives us like a little bit more of our own culture inside of this quote unquote sandwich, you know, and, and tacos, pues tacos en cada, cada esquina vas a encontrar, dude, like mm -hmm. you're going to see tacos all over the place, every, every place. And they call them taquerias too, right? Mm -hmm. So I think in taquerias, a dime a dozen in Salinas, especially in Salinas, right? Right. But there's no torteria. Like, yeah, you know, there's yeah. no, there's, and, and so it sounds, it sounds like so, like, it, it's, it sounds like so, like, just, I don't know, like, not dumb, but it's just so easy, like, okay, so you got tacos all over the place, but what about tortas? Like, have you ever thought about tortas? Like, if you could wrap it inside of a burrito, you could wrap it inside of a, a, a taco, right? Just get the freaking bread and throw <laughs> yeah, it in there, yeah. and, um, and it was crazy, man, because, I mean, we didn't, it's, it's kind of like, it's kind of like tortillas. Like, who do you go with? El Aguila or La Aguila? Do you go yeah. with um, La Rosa? Do you go with locally sourced here, Jose's, which we go and we get a lot of tortillas there too, because mm. again, locally sourced. Right. But who do you go to for the, to make your perfect torta or your perfect burrito? Um, I mean, we thought about every, we went to every single bakery here in Salinas. Mm. We went to every single bakery, every single one of them. And we tried out the different breads and I cooked with them. I was like, no, nah, I don't like this one because it's too, it's wow. too thin. You notice like subtle differences, yeah, bro. Like, I mean, come, cause come, like, it's like anything. It's like, are you gonna eat white bread, wheat bread, Wonder Bread? Like, you have you have certain uh, uh, bread um, companies that you like, and and some that you don't like. Like, te gusta el pan de bimbo, cual te gusta, right? So, I mean, we went to every single bakery. We went to La Plaza. We went to Tres Hermanos. We went to a bunch of different places, and. Um, and uh yeah man i mean we we found the best bread that we think that we have 
which is a secret. No, I'm playing. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but either way, though, I mean, like, we, we, we put thought and effort into it is what I'm trying to say. So I know you were asking, like, you know, like, about the torta, like the unique flavors. Well, think about it like that. If we took months to find the best, the, the best bread for your torta, how much? How many other things did you think we thought about? Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like 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 we thought about everything, dude. Like we thought about like even the consistency. Like okay, are we gonna get feathered uh, cheese or are we gonna get the regular cheese? You know, the the little thin cheese that's shredded or the thicker cheese that's shredded. Everything is 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 thought about, and I know that sometimes people are like, "Oh man, well you guys overthink things." No, we don't. Yeah. Now we don't overthink things. Do you think that uh, Ferrari or Lamborghini overthink things mm. when they hand make your car? You know, I, so so I think that that's that's kind of like what we do too. I used to be an employee of Apple, and uh, they uh, their their boxes, um, their white boxes that the phones come in, that shade of white. They looked at like hundreds different shades of white before they came. Just for the box, not even the phone. Yeah. The box itself, the thing you probably might even throw away, you know, not even care about. So much detail went into that. Like some of their stores and the way they that things are and how the laptops at the end of the night have to be at like a 75 degree angle or like just how things are aligned, like in a straight line. And there's people standing at the end of the night just aligning things. And it, it's 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 uh, if 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 you don't care about the detail, it will show. And like the one thing about I. Uh, I've noticed about in asking you that question is because you go to so many places and you're absolutely right. When you have a, when you have just a taco, it's like, how was the taco? Oh, you know, it was good. You've had, you've had that taco. You, 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 you've had them all, you know? So it's like, so looking at your, like looking at your tortas, I'm like, dude, there's so much unique stuff here that you can't just walk away going like, Oh, how was the torta? Oh, you know what? You've had, you've had this torta. (laughs) You've, you've had it. You know, it's like, no, it's like, there's so much uniqueness to it. Yeah. yeah, Um, Definitely, man. I wasn't, um, I wasn't just looking at my phone here to mess around. I was, um, take me through, uh, this torta I'll see in here. Take, take me through how that's made. Uh, what the thought process was behind that. So, um, that right there is, the tortalcia. That is the the one, the only tortalcia. Like you would go like through if it was a drive through, you'd be like, "Get me number one," and that would Correct. be number one. Correct. In baseball, your, your fastball pitch. That's that's yes, the number sir. one. That right. right there is the number one. So what we wanted it to do is um, a lot of people are familiar with the torta cubana. Right, I had one recently, so I work in San Mateo. Okay, I, I raised I raised home today to to, to uh, I'm like I gotta I gotta get there and set up, and yeah, uh, yeah. so I work in San Mateo, and uh, there's a there's a uh, there's a lot of good food in San Mateo, man. A oh lot yeah, lot of good food, um, everything everything that they have there. They don't have a torta salsa in yeah, uh, like. <laughs> <laughs> If you're going to set up, if you're going to set up right across the street from where we work, man, I'll make sure to bring the entire the entire building over, dude. Might not be too far fetched, man. Um, but, um, uh, what do you call it? They have a lot of good food there. They have, mm-hmm. they have a torta, they have a, a Cubana place, uh, uh, on, um, man, I forget what the, El Camino Real. And, um, dude, it was pretty good. Yeah. yeah. So, um, <clears throat> so I don't know, hopefully somebody drops a comment in the comment section, but I, did you know that there is no torta Cubana in Cuba? I'm not surprised, man. I am not surprised. I didn't know that, but I'm not surprised. And I hear that so often with things. And uh, even in uh, even in Miami, 
I mean, we were going crazy trying to find an authentic uh, torta, uh, torta cubana, you know, as we thought, you know. But it turns out that I think that the uh, the the origins to the torta, I think, is actually in the F, dude. And how or why or what? I mean, mm. it'd be great to know. I mean, I haven't thought about it too much, but. I mean, one day I should, right? Maybe someone came over from Cuba and just some fusion with LDF or something. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I could see that. But so the 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 una torta cubana it basically has like all of these different ingredients, man. Like it has like minalesa, which is the breaded uh, the breaded and fried um, beef or chicken sometimes, um, and it has a hot dog in there or salchicha, Mexican salchicha. But it has ham, it has bacon, it has chorizo, you know, it has all of these things in there. So it's like the mother load of tortas. And when we were going through thinking about how we can make the business able to produce something like that without having to cause too much strain on us, basically saying that we wouldn't have to get a deep fryer involved to fry the minalesa, or we wouldn't have to take more time to on the grill fry the minalesa and then we tried the torta al cien actually first when we were making it it had salchicha in it oh yeah but so many people were at our house and saying nah you know what this could probably do without the salchicha you know and uh even uh uh even uh earlier nobody knows this but even earlier we actually had a fried egg inside of the torta al cien so it was like it was just kind of like a trial and error, you know, but we found that more people liked this version of the Torta al Cien. So we kind of just went with this version. But um, the Torta al Cien has asada, has chorizo, it has ham, chipotle mayo, lettuce, tomatoes, onions, jalapenos, avocado, uh, Monterey Jack cheese, queso fresco on a telera bread. So it's very important that a lot of people still don't know, but we use telera breads. So we don't use bolillos. Bolillos are really big, crispy, mm. fluffy tortas. So when you're going in there to take a bite, the thing is like probably like about this big, and it's just has so much bread. With the telera, the telera is actually a lot thinner, a lot thinner, and it just has really good insides. Um, but this torta right here, I mean, we fry the cheese directly on the grill. So it's like fried, melted cheese. And then we put all the toppings inside of it. Um, and we toast the bread with chipotle mayo. Now, I think that a really big thing, too, on our tortas, I think that the tortas are, um, I mean, I think that the, 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 the mayonesa on the grill getting toasted like that, I mean, there's only certain people that think that that's good. I mean, there's a lot of people that think that that's like, they're like, oh, what? Hot mayonnaise? Oh, man, that's, you know, that's not a good idea. And then there's people that are like, yeah, man, slather that thing with some mayonnaise put it on the grill and get it nice and toasty yeah so how uh you were mentioning uh you ran this through people you you get running ideas names uh ways to 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 offer the tortas um how important is 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 someone else's feedback and also how important is to like remember your own feedback and 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 the way you want to do things like how do you i guess my question is, how do you balance feedback with what it is you want to do and represent? I ask that because, like, being a young upstart podcaster, um, there's feedback all the time. There's, there's, should have done this, should have done that, do this, don't do that, do this, be that, be this, you know, don't be that. 
And there's like, I, I, I take the feedback. Like one of the things was like, people were like, oh, you're talking too much MMA or too much sports. So I'm like, well, I'll, I'm working on bringing people in, you know, to, to, I receive that feedback and I, and I understood that. But um, I guess my question to you is, how do you maintain the balance of listening to feedback, interpreting that feedback, but also being true to yourself and what you want to do? I think that the most important thing is don't, you know, don't, don't lose yourself in the process. So everyone's always going to have an opinion. Mm-hmm. Everyone's always going to have opinion. And a thing to always remember is that it's okay to not have the same opinion you have. But if you start stressing or uh, if you start basically making yourself less and less of who you are to please somebody else, that's, I think, where you kind of want to kind of draw the line. Mm. Um, Always take their feedback into consideration and always play devil's advocate with their own consideration mm. or, or, or what they have to say. So you're going to be there and you're going to be like, okay, well, they said that I sucked, but do I suck? And you're going to be like, well, yeah, I don't suck. But then they're going to be like, well, what made them think that I sucked? Oh, well, you know what, man? Maybe, maybe I said this and I was being a jerk and insensitive. Yeah, man, I could kind of see that. And if you find yourself at the end of the day saying, yeah, man, like if I put myself in their shoes, I could see that too. Um, then that's where I think that you can make some type of a compromise. But if you're like, if you know that you've talked out of 11 episodes and you have three topics, which is, uh, I think it's like sports, sports, you know, tacos in the world. Right. And if out of 11 episodes, 10 of them, you've talked tacos, well then maybe they got a fucking point, you know? (laughs) So, I mean, that's, that's the way I would take it. You know, that's the way I would take it. I would, I always try to seem like, well, you know, maybe, yeah. Nah, maybe they're kind of right. Maybe, mm. maybe, maybe we were a little slow on that torta run. You know, maybe, mm. maybe we were a little, uh, you know, maybe we did take too long. Whatever it might be, but um, I would just say, don't, don't get lost. Don't lose yourself in trying to please other people. But definitely take their 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 words into consideration. And every single person can teach you something. And don't forget that every single person could bring you value too. You just have to find out how they're going to bring you value. They're going to bring you value, but how are they going to bring you value? Interesting. Yeah. I think one of the things I always tell my wife is always be listening, man. Always, always be listening. Nothing hurts. Stop that. Nothing hurts with listening. Yeah. Uh, El Maui. El Maui. Uh, I would say that that is una torta hawaiana. When I think about that, I think about some of the flavors like in the adobo that we use. And when we were first getting started, you know, I was I was very sometimes people would make me feel ashamed of outsourcing a lot of the things that I was buying. Now, when I was first starting out, I mean, I was trying to get the best deal for anything I could get, whether it was um, having to you know, go through Amazon or, you know, getting it in an LA or having somebody design it out in the East coast and ship it to me and getting a better price and get going out and getting a mom and pop shop and, and supporting local business. Mm. I'm going to be honest. Like that was my, 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 um, idea was getting more bang for your buck in the beginning. And, um, and people would make me feel really bad. They're like, Oh, well, why don't you go and get your shirts printed here? Or why don't you go get, you know? And I understood but at that moment, I didn't have as much resources. So it was more about the dollar. 
come out, right? Well, fast forward, I mean, almost all of our stuff, I want to say almost, I want to say almost all of it is all locally sourced. So I'm talking about, I mean, I go and I go get my propane filled here, you know, down the street right here. I don't go to Shell. I go right here to, what is it, uh, uh, Samborn and Market right here on the corner. Yeah, 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 okay. <laughs> right here in the yeah, east side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and so I get my propane there. I get my bread, you know, locally sourced down the street, you know, from where I live. Um, I use the Salinas Meat Market, which is right here. All of those businesses are in the 93905, too, you yeah. know. Uh, so, uh, I get, you know, I go to smart and final, I get my stuff there, you know, prior to an event. Uh, and, uh, and yeah, man, I mean, and, and, and that makes me feel good that, you know, I do a lot of shopping, but, uh, if like even, uh, some of the shirts that we get printed out, you know, I get them out done at DC fashion with my buddy Julio out there, you know what I mean? Uh, but uh, our hats, our, our shirts, we got our, we got our hats done from uh, Cigna Sign and Design. I know I'm giving a bunch of shout outs. No, right no, no, now, yeah, you know, it's all but, good. Yeah, but, shout but, out know, to those companies. Um, shout yeah, out to yeah. local man. Yeah, and uh, Cigna with Daniel. You know, I do business with all these guys. Julio, Julio, uh, Julio Gill. Uh, you know, owner uh, owner of Central Coast Sign and Design. Mm-hmm. Made me my first business card, bro. Oh, nice. I dropped so much money on those business cards, but I still remember the conversation that we had because I mean. When you give them that business card, you're like, damn, you know, damn, that's a nice business card. It had gloss, had, uh, you know, the red in between, Ooh. you know, it, oh man, that card. I mean, when you, when I would, I would feel when I would give people my card, they'd just be like, man, you gave me three cards right here. What the hell? This one is card. one freaking card, you know? Yeah. And, 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 uh, and not saying anything about anybody else's card. This is a really nice card. But what I'm saying is. When we when we first started, we had to do things that were over the top. We had to do things that nobody else was doing. We had to bring that type of attention because we were going to be offering something that nobody else was offering. So, I mean, my, our canopy, dude, it's like this black canopy, mm-hmm. huge, like 10 by 20 canopy. It wasn't the small 10 by 10 canopies in white or, you know, whatever other brand they, they make them in. No, we got them easy up, which is kind of like one of the most like uh, kind of like mainstream when it comes to canopies. Mm-hmm. Um and uh and we 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 all of this stuff was just really thought out you know what i mean and uh but even our shirts we know we got them done like uh out there on victor street too you know with another local business um but kind of talking about the the maui um the adobo that we use i mean the lady lives right there like you know in, in the east side you know she lives out there like and and she she uh she bottles it and uh and cans it out there in watsonville but she's from salinas yeah she's from salinas so the adobo that we use for that for the um the uh carnal pastor and we get it from her and uh the meat here locally but it is a carnal pastor it's bacon it's ham fried egg grilled pineapples lettuce tomatoes onions avocado queso fresco jalapenos with the mango pineapple habanero sauce. Mm. That's the Maui. It's your Hawaiian torta. El Doncheto. El Doncheto. That is the that's the that is the hot Cheetos torta. So originally we had a torta on our menu. 
that had um, pickled onions. And I'm not talking about like pickles, like the, 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 the taste of pickles, right? I'm talking about like onions that are basically, uh, they're uh, just drenched in lime juice. And we used them for a different torta. We used to call it puerquito. Mm. Yeah. And this puerquito was a family recipe that we would use every single year. And they were like really good tortas. And we're like, dude, like if, if, if we like these tortas, like maybe somebody else would like these tortas. But, um, but actually, believe it or not, it was like a lot more work because we would slow kick it for like about three, four hours. Right. Oh. It was pork meat that we'd slow cooked in, 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 a, in adobo sauce. Right. And um, it was just a long, a lot of process. We'd have to get um, we, we use lettuce. Right. We don't use cabbage. So we'd have to use cabbage. We'd have to use these onions. We'd have to use beans. We'd have to use all of these things that we weren't using for our other tortas. And they really weren't selling too well. So we actually went away from that torta. It was a torta that was not actually closed either. It was a torta that we would serve in two halves. Mm. So there's only actually, and, and I wish I knew one person that can tell me that they tasted that torta. <laughs> but I haven't been able to find anybody that actually got to taste that torta. Because that torta is like, it's like almost like unheard of. Like we never had it on all of our menus. So when we would go out to pop-ups, they'd be like, hey, why is that? Why is that one covered up? And we'd be like, it's covered up because we don't sell it anymore. Um, but but so these onions, we we kept them there and we used these onions for the lime juice because they were soaked in lime juice. And we would put it with the hot Cheetos, because if anybody likes hot Cheetos, yep. you've you've had to have eaten them with lime. Right. Yeah, absolutely. hundred percent. Yeah. Right. And yeah. how good are they with the freaking lime? Oh, dude, it's 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 amazing. I I love I love hot Cheetos with lime. Uh, one of my one of my favorite uh, favorite I don't know if you call it favorite foods also is um, uh, if I'm ever if I ever get a last meal on death row or something like that I, one of the good ones that I like too is um is I put salami lime tapatillo or even um uh, Doritos nacho cheese lime and and, and tapatillo Valentina or Valentina tapatia. yeah and, yeah. and I'm like. My uh, one of my roommates would always be like, "Dude, how could you? What are you eating?" I'm like, "Dude, this is heaven, man. You don't understand. Dude, hot Cheetos, all that stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so we, um, but then there's the other type of person that loves to put nacho cheese inside of their hot Cheetos. We used to get them at Seven yeah. Eleven, and then just go up to the hot Cheeto, the 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 the, the nacho cheese machine, and just. Throw hot, you know. Brings back memories to uh, also South Middle School right here. Like lunchtime, you get the hot Cheetos with cheese. Correct. Mm -hmm. So I, so that's what we did with this one. And then, of course, you know, carne, who doesn't like carne asada? Yeah. Carne asada and melted cheese was like one of our staples. Like mm. because um, the cheese uh, being fried, uh, it just gives it just a, such a different texture. It gives it such a good taste. Um, and so we put it all together. And uh, 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 here you have... The Don Cheeto Torta. That's the that's a big that's big time too. I think I uh I, I was looking ahead, looking on your website. I think yeah. this Saturday you're at uh -huh. a farmer's market. Yeah. So um every Friday we're at the Rodeo. Mm -hmm. So every Friday we're at the Rodeo from uh four PM to I would say probably about eight thirty. We're out of there by nine. We're we're basically if we don't see that there's like too many people coming, it's really slow in the night. Um, we're normally out of there by nine. So like we're done, closed, everything's packed up. We're closed at nine. Um, so we're at the Rodeo from 4 p.m. to 9 p.m. every single Friday uh, at the sports complex. And Saturdays, we're at the downtown farmer's market right there in Old Town Salinas. 
uh, 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Yeah. Uh, if you're serving that that day, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you up that day. I'm, I think I'm gonna have that. Yeah, <laughs> like you're gonna have, gonna have that right that, there. Yeah. I'll be there. I'll be there Saturday. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, el americano. El americano. Well, that's our Spanish take on an American classic. You're a bacon chicken ranch um, sandwich. You know that's 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 our take on it. So what we did with this though is we did a, a garlic herb butter. So we do a garlic herb butter and we toast it on the on the the actual tortas, um, and then what we do is we throw the, uh, the 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 chicken. We do the melted cheese, lettuce, tomatoes, onions, avocado, and we just throw top it with some ranch sauce. So it's pretty tasty. And I know you have um, I know you have more to offer, but what do you have a personal favorite? Uh, you know, it all depends on what mood I'm in. And, and, and this is actually funny because, uh, the reporter, uh, from KSBW on this last Saturday was like, Oh, so what's your favorite torta? And I'm just like, I'm like, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know what my favorite torta is. I really like the Don Cheeto torta. I've got to say, I mean, you're, I, I can't find a taste like those anywhere. I'm so glad to have been able to create something that people just love, um, we have people that are just like um, there religiously every Friday. We got people that are there every Friday and every Saturday. We got people that are there every Saturday. And uh, it's because of tortas like this that we, we put a lot of thought into. But yeah. I would probably have to say it, it, it it's that. It's the, it's the Don Cheeto. But it really has to do with what mood I'm in. Because, I mean, una torta de birria, like if I'm in the mood for, a, mm. for birria and we yeah. do a birria de res, yeah. uh, uh, which is a beef birria. I mean, I dip that thing in a, con- a little thing of consomme. I mean, if I'm feeling that at that moment, then that's what I'll have. But it's normally going to be the Don Cheeto or uh, it'll be maybe like a Torta al Cien. Um, I like the other tortas too. But I mean, what we set up our menu for is to not be too over over crazy. Like we, we set up our menu with the basics. You know, a, you can get a Torta Mexicana and you could choose chicken, pastor, Asada um, and um, uh, chicken, pastor, asada, and chorizo, which are kind of like your more uh, maybe like popular items, right? You can't go wrong with those. Um, But I made sure that you can get all four of those tortas in a torta mexicana, and then you could get the specialty tortas, which are going to be like a a vegan torta that we have, which Mm. you could use soy riso. You know, and you have the Torta al Cien, the, the Maui, and the Americano. We didn't overcomplicate it because there's times where you go to a Mexican food restaurant and they got like 90 options. Yeah. And and the more options you give somebody, the more confused you get them. Mm-hmm. Just give them something that they like. And if they feel little being a little bit light, give them the Americano. Super light. You know, you get all the, 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 the freshness from all of the ingredients that are there. You feel like something a little bit bigger, a little bit more robust. You go with the uh, with the Torta al Cien. If you feel like having kind of more like a guilty pleasure, go with the Don Cheeto. And if you just want like, just like flavor to just smack you right in the face, you'll go with the Maui. That thing has so much flavor, man. So, it's a fried egg in there? Come on. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, that one's crazy. Yeah, simplicity is something that I love when I go to like a In-N-Out. 
very yes, sir. very simplistic menu, but it 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 it, it it's it's up there and you're just like, cool, I want number one or the number two. And it's like, it's not this, it's not this dictionary's worth of pages going like, what would you like? Like, what would you like? And it's just like, yeah. So I, I, I agree with that. Simplicity is something that I love. Uh, let me, um, let's switch gears just a little bit here. Um, one of the things that I texted you about, um, today was, um, uh, we just entered the month of March. Uh, there's a NCAA tournament, March Madness. Uh, I don't know if you're a fan. I this is kind of the time where I tune into college basketball, um, but I kind of want to do something fun here. And I wanted a. I rifled off 16 different uh, types of meat, and um, I want to have a set up a poll. So I'll set up a poll on on the Facebook page. Uh, I'll share it on your page. Um, just of people's favorite, favorite meats. And I, uh, I ranked them one through, or I put them there one through 16, um, in no particular order. But, um, if you saw the list already and have, and have them ranked, like what, 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 what did you, what did you come up with? So and let me actually, let me name them off beforehand. Yeah, so, um, in, in no particular order, uh, carnitas, tripas, cabeza, lengua, al pastor, adobada, chicharrón. Carne asada, chorizo, barbacoa, birria, ham, buche, and I threw in a uh, kind of a dark horse, if you will, chapulines, and pollo. So I didn't, I didn't, uh, I wanted it to be as natural as I can. So yeah. I, I'm, you know, I'm gonna do this with you in the moment, but um, it's just gonna sound. Oh man, this is gonna sound kind of sucky because I was even I was even telling myself I'm like really man like asada your first option you know I'm I mean that's so plain Jane right I mm -hmm. mean but everybody likes uh, asada right but mm -hmm. so here's the thing this is the reason I feel like I have to explain myself because I'm feeling super boring <laughs> I was I was in between chorizo being number one oh, okay and 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 asada okay. and asada being uh number number one it was it was a tough battle so um I think that I'm gonna go with carne asada being number one mm. I'll do chorizo number two um I'm gonna go uh, al pastor number three I'm gonna do barbacoa uh because barbacoa is kind of like a birria right i mean right mm -hmm. right just a mm -hmm. kind of more more or less the same thing so yeah. i'll do i'll do barbacoa um and then after barbacoa we'll go to uh cecina is like what like a it's, it's like, like a, a dry chorizo? it's like a dried meat type thing yeah yeah okay well let's do this let's do um after after the barbacoa, I would probably go to um, carnitas. Mm -hmm. Then I will do lengua. I'll do cabeza, chicharrón, buche. Um, I will go cap <laughs> capulines. Uh, then we'll do ham then we'll do cecina uh we'll do chicken and i think that the only one there is gonna probably be oh and then we'll do carnitas 
we'll do tripas. And then last, I would probably say birria. Because I'm thinking birria is going to be like a... a, a a um, birria de chivo, right? Mm-hmm. Am I mi- I think I might be missing one um, there. Ham, um, ham. Yeah. I mean, I like ham, but I mean, I I kind of understood this as tacos of ham. Just, just uh, I guess just a meat in general that you meat can, in general. Yeah, yeah. I guess I'm not a fan of ham. <laughs> um, but um, but uh, you know, the only reason why is because like I mean, once you start going into like the cachetes and the and the goat and the and the and the barbacoa. But but then again, barbacoa. I mean, are you using um the um el el este cómo se dice el sheep el este el borrego? Yeah, yeah. Borrego, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Borrego's pretty tender. I was surprised uh, Tripa's uh, pr- pretty low. So you know what? I just can't get over the fact that they're they're fried intestines. Yeah. You know, uh, people love tripas, dude. Uh, like they're like, oh, echame unos tacos de tripas, you know? Um, but myself personally, I think that and you know what? It's not even that I haven't really tried them a lot. I just don't. But I just know that it's one of those that can like really just like ruin your whole entire Oh yeah. Day, uh, yeah, you know, you get some bad, smelly tripas mm-hmm. or soggy. I mean, they got to be like crispy, right? That's what I always hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crispy. I, I, I like like a combination of like where it's 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 soft, but then you got your crispy ones in there. I feel like it really like blends in well. Mm. Um, so my list here, um, I went with uh, number one, um, al pastor. Ah, I, okay. Al pastor to me is del trompo. Or it can be any type of al pastor with a pineapple and grilled onions. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Or it could be any type of al pastor. Mm-hmm. There's an al pastor I had recently. It's this pop-up shop that was in San Mateo. Won't, um, I, won't, I won't say names or anything like that. Um, I didn't like it. Huh? What didn't you like about it? I don't know. I guess it's just like because I've, I've had so much uh, good al pastor, like, Various places, I didn't really find any, like, just good, like, flavor to it. When you bite into it, you're like, there it is. Like, there's a, there's a good old Al Pastor right there. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I didn't like it. But most often than not, like, when I go somewhere, Al Pastor. That, like, yeah, yeah. I uh, already know Al Pastor. And, yeah. and, and you know what? That to, to, to go back to your point, I mean, to be honest with you, if I'm going to a taquero, I go to a party and there's a taquero. I always get al pastor tacos, you know, and 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 I know it's not my number one, but it's it's pretty close. But I would say it's just something different than the asada because, mm. to be honest with you, the asada that we get here in town, that's not like, that's not like like most of them are not like really good asadas, right? Um, they don't have that taste. But if you're talking about like a a grilled carne asada, like asada asada, um, dude, it's just like. It's yeah. crazy, but yeah. So you're al pastor. Al pastor, huh? yeah, cool. all, all day. Uh, uh, carne asada, number two. Okay. Um, tripas, number three. Ah, tripas. Uh, tripas, yeah. There's a place in San Mateo. Um, uh, every time I go there, um, I go there specifically to get tripas. Mm. Uh, so it's pr- pretty good. Um, tacos de lengua. Um, anytime my mom makes tacos de lengua. Um, Con tortillas al vapor. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's actually yeah, that's actually the restaurant in San Mateo is is uh, tacos al, tacos al vapor, um, but um, uh, she'll make the tortillas here, 
but yeah, 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 al, al vapor, yeah. Yeah, because I, I mean, uh, my mom, she would normally do something kind of weird. I, I, you know, I, I didn't notice it too much as a kid, but uh, she would make them kind of like, uh, like almost like uh, wa- like uh, wet, wet tacos, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, 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 a little, yeah, a little softness to softness them. Yeah, to yeah. Them, yeah. Um, chicken or pollo. Ah, okay. Um, birria six, chicharron uh, number seven, um, carnitas number eight, uh, adobada uh, nine, barbacoa ten, chorizo eleven, ah, uh, chapulines crickets twelve. Twelve. Yeah, I've had them on a couple of occasions, and um, nothing but just like some. Some like tapatillo and some some limon and and yeah I have a couple of those and yeah, yeah I I, I I don't have them often but when I do I I, I love them. We yeah. just did a chapulín uh, torta oh, uh, really? this last Saturday. Really? Yeah, we did a chile, chile limon uh, uh, torta. Yeah, yeah. That's that's um to some people they look at that and go like oh my god how could you eat that I'm like how could you not Yeah, <laughs> like, it's yeah, pretty yeah. good. Um, uh, cecina dried meat. Um, jamon I, I love ham It's just In this list of meats I mean there's so many more That are just good Yeah That yeah. you're kind of just like Yeah nah, sorry yeah, ham, ham. Yeah. I don't hate you but I don't hate you But yeah <laughs> um, Cabeza uh, 15 and, and Bucha 16 I don't have those often I don't think I've ever had Bucha Oh So I, I, I in, in a weird way I put that last Yeah You know what man uh, there, there's a a, a a lady and her husband that do carnitas every Friday uh, at the rodeo. Mm. They have the best buche and the best carnitas. When we, when we, so um, again, going back, that everything locally sourced, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, so we get our carnitas from a local pop up vendor that's at the same venue that we're at. So they make carnitas there, uh, you know, at the at the market on Fridays, and we just stroll over and we're like, okay, let me get a let me get a pound, let me get two pounds of carnitas, you know, so that when my customers come, one, I'm helping you out by being able to sell a pound of carnitas or two pounds of carnitas, whatever it might be, and two, I'm giving my customers another option that they can have when they go there because let's be honest, I mean, I got my nine to five job, right? I got my regular job. It's going to be kind of hard to pump out some carnitas and then you really have to have the right taste in those carnitas, right? Mm-hmm. But she gives us a buche carnitas mixture all nice and chopped up. And man, I mean, I put those things in the in the tortas, dude, amazing. Like amazing, man. Where do you um we were talking about this before we actually started recording today. Yeah. Um uh, about supporting local local businesses and supporting each other. Yeah. Um, where does this come from? Like, where uh, where do you like? How, where do you, well, how are you influenced in, in in order to like be like you know what? Let me let me promote these other businesses. Let me let me let me stay as local as possible. Um, I it it really has to do with changing the culture. Yeah. Um, the, the we need to have a culture change. I mean, um, like. There's we don't need to hate on each other so damn much like all the freaking time, man. It's just like, dude, when I was trying to get this established, like when I was fresh starting to get this like taken off, I would literally go up to certain people and I'd be like, hey, dude, you know, can you tell me, you know, can you tell me about this? You know, can can you help me out this? Like, hey, what did you do? And they're very secretive. And And it's very unfortunate that there's our same people. 
You know what I mean? But instead of trying to help you, they're like, nah, I want to make it as hard for you. So hopefully you'll fail so that you don't, I don't have to compete against you down the road. So, um, I made it my mission to help every single freaking person that I can touch any single person that comes from the same place that I came from any single person that is uh, brown, uh, you know, black Mexican Latino, uh, even, you know, even my fellow white people. I mean, I don't want to make it seem like, Oh no, you know, it's like us against them. No, hell no, dude. But yeah. I mean, uh, the people that I'm going to take care of first are the, my same people. The people that grew up right here down the street from us. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Uh, the people that are from my community. Like like I always tell people, I remember when I was over, um, I went to school at Roosevelt Elementary. Mm-hmm. I went to Washington Middle School, and I went to Salinas High. Um, my grandpa used to live on the on the west side of Salinas. Um, and so that's the reason why, because he would take care of us. You know, when we get out of school, my mom would come out and pick us up. She'd get out of work at four. And by that time, you know, we had already been out of school for a while. But, um, uh, I mean, I don't forget where I grew uh, where I came from. Right. I mean, I grew up right here down the street. So, I mean, I don't, I ever forget that. And I think that I, it, it gives me like a sense of like, nah, dude, like we're going to rise above. Like I would go to the, the, on days where my mom or my, and after my grandpa passed away, um, we'd go to the boys and girls club. You know what I mean? And it's like, we didn't have a lot of resources. Like, we didn't have a bunch of money just laying around, sitting around all the time, you know? And uh, so now that I see it, I mean, me and my wife kind of made it our, like, like, it's so fun. It's so fun to be able to be behind these and, you know... um, you know, we've we've even been able to be part of a scholarship foundation, wow. you know. Oh, as well, I'm I'm on a, uh, the Salinas Union High School uh, Education Foundation as the VP on there, too. That's so, awesome. I mean, like, yeah. there's just we, we try to be able to give back as much as we can, because I feel like if we set the example and we say, hey, so you're telling me that a pop up's been able to give more money than you've given all year. And you literally have that conversation with these businesses that are taking it, not taking advantage. I don't want to say it like that, but these businesses that are obviously making, um, uh, making money off of that community and you can't give any of it back. Oh, why pay my taxes? And my taxes are, are paid back into the state and they're made back back here locally and this and that. Yeah. That we all do that part. You know, we all, we all, we all do that. But what about, you know, what about that, 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 that little league team that comes out and they're like, dude, like, we're just like a hundred bucks away or 50 bucks away from our goal. Like, what do you think? I'm like, hell yeah, man, sign me up. Like, let's do it. You know, like whatever it is, you know, and we sponsored a lot of events. We've done community events. You know, we've been out in Chinatown, you know, for Christmas and Mm -hmm. different things like that. And, uh, you know, and uh, we've done a couple parties and mixers out in Chinatown, you know, done wow. donations and stuff like yeah. that out in Chinatown. And uh, and and we can't forget about those guys. You know, they're, they're, they're our neighbors, you know, whether it is that however you feel about them or whatever it is, they're, they're people, too, you know, and uh, the kids. Like, come on, dude, you can't yeah. like these little kids like uh, with all the, you know, the, the 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 resources that are so thin sometimes. Like, yeah. I'm like, get the cuesta. Dar unos 50 baros, dude, unos 100 bucks. Okay, what if it's 500? What if it is $500? Their mom or dad probably bought tortas off of us. Like, you know, they've probably already spent more than $500 worth of tortas with us. How much more would you appreciate a business knowing that when you bought a torta for me, I gave it back to the rape crisis center? Yeah. You know, or how how much more would you feel if you knew that the money that you gave for me went back to the the uh, LGBTQ Youth Summit? How would you feel about that? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Sign me up, hundred you know percent. I mean, so I, I think that 
I think that that's where um, our sense of of, of giving back kind of came by because I'm like, dude, like, screw this. I'm not going to be like all these other businesses owners in, in, in town. I'm not going to be like all of these other people that don't that, that are so uptight with their money. Even at the end of the day, if we've given our money and donated it back into the community and at the end of the day, my business made zero dollars, I wouldn't care. Because all of that money, it belonged. It came from my community. Right. So if we're able to give that money back to the community, like, I mean, it's what more rewarding than to be able to say that you made an impact in somebody's life, you know? Part of uh, part of what I want to do, I, I guess the podcast is just part of what I want to do um, to highlight uh, stories like yours, uh, stories around town. Um, but I also have a YouTube channel, and I think its main purpose is to do like mini mini docs ar- around around town, highlighting all the positivity that there is in a town where maybe there's not so much sometimes. Uh, highlighting some great stories and you know people giving back. And, and um, I think it's, it's important for people to establish change and being that change. And you're, you're kind of, I feel like, on the forefront of that, man. Like, being able to reach out to people, being able to help out. You, coming here and talking to me, like, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I, I think that's, that's very important in changing our culture and changing our mindset to be able to help each other. Um, because in, especially in today's climate um, uh, in this country, like, we, we need a... Number one, we need to have each other's backs, and two, you were saying even even other other races and ethnicities like being able to like reach out to them and being like, hey man, we're not what people say we are on TV, you know, we're not these criminals, we're not these you know people coming across the border and and you know we're 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 young entrepreneurs, we're we're, we're people trying to make a difference. Um, one of the stats that I came up on KSBW. Um, that I um, wanted to highlight here was uh, business owners growth. Uh, Latino owned uh, is on the rise at 34%. Um, what do you attribute that to? The, this rise in, in Latino owners, um, just I guess nationwide. Maybe the, 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 the people my age are finally being able to make the difference. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe maybe like our generation of our parents that came from Mexico. Now, maybe it's our it's our opportunity to to see what our parents went through, you know, to see what they had to sacrifice. You know what I mean? And we're the people that are in that age category. And I mean, if you look at the statistics, it's probably going to show it that that the people that are making the differences are from this age to this age. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's probably what's attributing to the 34 percent. But I mean, um I'm pretty sure that, that you, your mom or dad has told you this before, pero they dicen, hey, echale ganas. Mm-hmm. Echale ganas. Like, like, give it. Like, give it what you got. Yeah. Echale ganas. And, and I mean, that is part of our culture. That's part mm-hmm. of our culture. I remember seeing a, a, a movie with, uh, you know, he did La Bamba, I think. It was the, el, 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 or no, si es fue el Bamba, but it was a, um, Lou Diamond Phillips? No, el, el otro, yeah. maybe. El, his, el, uh, his brother uh, in that almost, movie. Almost, almost. Oh, Edward James Olmos? Uh, Edward James Olmos, when yeah. he was the teacher. Oh, he's standing uh, deliver. He's standing deliver? Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so esa película, bro, I mean, like, uh, he goes, échale ganas, you know? And I'm just, like, thinking, like, that's like that's our thing, bro. Like, mm. to go out there, break your back. Go and fucking break your back, bro. Get out there. 
oh, que no puedo, oh, que this hurts, that hurts. And how do you think your dad feels like when he would go and he'd be in the fields from sun from sun, um, sun up to sundown? Well, you don't think his back hurt? You yeah. don't think his hands hurted? You don't think his feet hurted? You don't think he was in pain? You don't think that the only satisfaction that he would get knowing that he was busting his ass was to be able to give you a better future? Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so for me, for me, I think that that 34% is what our parents showed us. It's, 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 what is it called? It's, uh, it's fruition or como dicen? Yeah, yeah. It's, este, it's coming, coming to fruition. Simon, yeah. Simon. Yeah. It, it's, it's all of the, 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 the good advice that they gave us as kids to just get out there, go for broke and, and have a legacy. Because to be honest with you, my, my well, another one of my goals and and I think about this all the time, but I, I tell my wife sometimes, I'm like, you know what? When I die or or when I'm older, I want my last name to be on the side of a building. Yeah. I want you to be like, oh, that's the Osorno building right there. You know what I mean? Donated by or or proceeds went from the Osorno Foundation or the Osorno family. You know? Yeah. And that that's what legacy is. Because back in the day, I mean, that's all you had was your surnames. Or yeah. your last names, or or el 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 este a shield with your family's the family crest, crest or whatever yeah, yeah. you know. And so I think that that's a little bit about our legacy. I think that that's what's making that thirty four percent. What's making that thirty four percent is the fat the 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 mom and the dad that raised us, and now we're finally able to make a business. Because to be honest with you, I was over there messing shit up in my twenties. Mm -hmm. So now I'm in my thirties, and now I'm I'm able to finally stand on my two feet and show what we got um so i think that that's that's kind of like uh how that's happening i think that that's where that growth spurs i mean we've been little by little kind of yeah. making our way there and it's good i mean i'm so so glad to see that number and knowing that i'm a part of it it, it even gives me that much more sense of pride and growing and growing uh lastly i want to ask um tortas al cien where do we see it in five years Tortas al cien in five years. So we've been around for two years now, and we've been doing nothing but pop-ups on Saturdays and Sundays. So I know that our growth has been a little bit a little bit more um, slow, if you will. I know a lot of people are like, dude, you guys are blowing up and this and that. I'm like, hey, bro, we've just been grinding for the last couple of years. Mm -hmm. But it's uh, we're going to probably uh, – so fingers crossed – by mid-April, we should have our first food trailer built. Wow. So you'll be seeing a, a, a Torta Salcien food trailer. I right. thought I saw a design. Yeah, I thought it was yeah. a design on your Instagram yep. page. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that right now is in the works. We're about to sign a contract and get that all, all get uh, situated with that here pretty soon. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, that should be, like I said, mid-April. Um, but then I'm thinking next five years... I would I don't know if it's going to be two food trailers, one food truck and a location or it's going to be one food truck, one one food truck, one food trailer and a location. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking five five years we're we're definitely going to have a brick and mortar. And I always told people I'm like, "Nah, I'm not doing a brick and mortar. Nah, I'm not doing a brick and mortar. I don't want to do a brick and mortar cuz it's stationary." Yeah. You know, you don't want to get people tired of of the same stuff, yet, you know, and I think of sometimes people told me, "Dude, it's just the excitement of knowing like Am I going to go and see you guys? And maybe when I get there, like, you're sold out and you got nothing. I'm like, bro, but why would you want to go there? They're like, they go, you know why? Because when I go there and I'm like, dude, did you sell out? And you tell me, yeah. You're like, 
fuck, dude. Congratulations, bro. <laughs> You're out there killing yeah, it, bro. Yeah, yeah. You know how many people, and I, I thank them so much, dude. I, I value them so, so much. But um, when they come up, and, and, and literally, they were on their way to get a torta, right? And we're like, dude, we just sold everything because we don't, we don't purposely take tortas and food and all that stuff so that we could take a bunch of stuff back home to us or throw away that's not the goal the goal is to go out there and calculate with with numbers and 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 statistics on what we have done in past fridays or past saturdays and we come up with a number that historically we normally hit the goal is not to lose money. The goal is to make money. A yep. business is in the business to make money. Um, but you don't know how much it makes us feel good when people are like, yeah, dude, you so they're like right there in line, right? They're like, you sold out. Hell yeah, bro. That's what I'm talking about. They'll give you like a fist pump yeah, and shit. Yeah, and I'll yeah. be like, what are you talking about, bro? Like, I feel bad, man. Yeah. I feel you fucking came from your house, man. I can't give you a tor delicious torta, man. I'm like, dang. And they're like, nah, man. Hell nah, bro. Keep on killing it. And I'm like, and, and there'll be instances where I'm like, hey, you know what, man? Next time you come, remind me about this. And people know it because I always have these personal connections with my customers. Yeah. The DM, hit me in the DM. I swear to God, I'll respond. Yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I get pro a product of that, too. You that's know what all, I mean? That's how this podcast came about today. Was, yeah, you're like, hey, yo, what's up? Like, let's do this. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm readily available. My 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 our, our numbers on there. We have our business card on there. Our websites on there, and 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 it's either me or my wife that answers. Mo like ninety five percent of the time, it's mostly me, right? Mm -hmm. um, because my wife, I mean, she's uh, she's you know she's doing her thing too, but um, I mean, five years from now, I'm gonna say for sure one tr food trailer, right? Because that's in the next couple of months. Mm -hmm. um, and again, I know I said no on the on the on the stationary uh, location, but I think that people would like it because it would make us push the envelope even more because we're not going to, you know, maybe we'd give you a seasonal menu like they do at these high end restaurants. Yeah. you know. And they're like, OK, guys, uh, we're going to go, uh, you know, we're going to do uh, five tortas and, and, and they're only going to be the seasonal tortas yeah, with like yeah. seasonal veggies or uh, meats or whatever it might be, you know, um, who knows? But. I would say two food vehicles, just to not say trailer, truck. I don't know. I, we're going to shoot for a, a truck, though, mm -hmm. because then that one we could drive around. We don't have to get haul it by it with the truck. So I'd probably say uh, a food truck, a food trailer. And uh, if business is going well enough, we'll do the brick and mortar. Um, but but yeah, man, I think that that's that's probably going to be the, the mission right here in the next five years, bro. Right on. Orlando, man, I want to, I, I know you're, you're a busy man. <laughs> uh, your time is precious. Uh, I just want to say that uh, thank you for being on, man. I appreciate that. Uh, thank you for allowing me to record your story, your, the, the journey with Tortas al Cien, um, and, and send this out to people. Yeah, I, uh, I hope that if there's anything that you could get from this is, um, is, is, is the proof that, I mean, uh, if we can't all help each other get to where we want to go um then i mean like we're not going to be as successful right we need to help each other man and and i mean dude i was out here with your family man yeah, you guys yeah. trusted me enough to get yeah. me out here yeah i i can't remember but most people get me on short short schedules 
You know what I mean? When, it was, when somebody it, it already was super, super short, short yeah. you know, I know that's normally how you guys, I don't know if you guys like think that I'm just like the person and I'm not saying this about you, <laughs> yeah, right? No, but I'm fine. just saying, dude, yeah. I got a phone call two weeks ago. The guy hits me up Thursday, nine o'clock at night. We, we closed the deal. I had, I've had Friday to prep for a, a catered event. And so he wanted me there like Saturday afternoon, dude. And I'm like, like, do you, like, do you know that, you know, like I got a lot of shit, you know? And, but uh, anyway, but what I'm saying is, you know, I met your family. I'm out here, you know, you know, me, you know, uh, uh, my family members too, with Rob mm -hmm. and, and, and Daisy, big Rob, Gloria, all them, you know, uh, Anais and, and Amber and everybody. Um, and, and, and that's part of my wife's family. Mm -hmm. Right. And so, uh, I mean, if there's anything, dude, that I can always have and if there's uh, or anything I can ever help with. But I just like I said, I want this to be a testament that that if if there's anything that I can ever do, you know, um, I mean, I'm going to do it. And if not, I'm at least going to tell you the honest truth. That's one thing about me, you know, that I've always told people. I'm like, you know, OK, you might be able to call me an asshole, but you know what? I'm an honest asshole. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I'd rather be called an asshole for, for honesty yeah. than, than anything else. Yeah. And a jerk. I mean, you're not going to call me a jerk because I'm not mean like that. Mm. You know, I do things from the heart. Yeah. You might think that maybe it was like, oh man, that was, that was asshole tendencies. I'm like, did you want me to lie to you? Did you want me to be dishonest? At least you'll know that I'm an honest person. Right. So yeah, but yeah, man, I, I, I'm, I'm, it was, was so much fun, dude. I'm glad that you had me on, bro. Like, there's no need to thank me. I'm just glad that you, you shared your time to have a conversation with me, man, and you're interested enough to even give a fuck about what I do. No, absolutely, dude. It's an inspiring story. Me uh, trying to get this podcast off the ground and and going places. Um, I, I'd, I'd want nothing more than to to sit here and just listen to those that have done it and are continuing to do it. Um. So yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh Tortas al Cien, man. Check it out. Uh shout out to your your website and where you'll be. Yeah. So um shout out to my website. You guys can find us uh com. And if you do the backslash pop uh P O P um the little what is it like the the little Oh like the underscore? The, no, the, the one that's in the middle. Just like the dash? The dash. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so www.tortasalcien.com slash um, pop, P-O-P, dash, U-P-S for pop-ups. Uh, you can actually find my whole calendar. My calendar's out there for, like, months out. And you can I saw find that. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it looks like I can't book you for this Saturday. Yeah, You're having bro. a UFC fight, and yeah. I wanted to have <laughs> Yeah, I know. You're invited, I know, too, by the way. I know. Hey, thank you. Appreciate yeah, you're that. you're invited, too, by the way. Um, yeah, and I'll, I'll have, I'll have your website uh, on uh, on uh, on my website, uh, cool. social media accounts, man. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll go ahead and plug away myself. At so. me. At me uh, for Facebook. Uh, so it'd be at Tortas al Cien. It'd be at uh, Tortas al Cien for Instagram and at Tortas al Cien for, for Twitter. For sure. Cool. Ladies and gentlemen, that is all for today. Thank you for joining. Check out jimmypodcastworld.com for everything. Give me sports. Give me tacos. Give me the world. All right, now hopefully I gave you something. The Jim Podcast World.